Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Michigan Wild Podcast. Just here walking around. We're gonna go set a tree stand. Don't worry, my dad's weird. He never shot a huge buck before. I just shot a freaking big buck. Get that one. Oh, you hit him. Go get that one, Henry. Right here. Alrighty, welcome to episode three of uh, Michigan Wild with with me. And tonight we are gonna do a podcast with my brother in law, AJ Norman. How's it going, dude? Oh, I was doing good. Thank you, Nate, for having me on. I appreciate it. What have you been busy doing uh, lately? Oh boy, I've been staying busy with work. Yeah, work, work at an environmental company. Work mm. at Metaformat. Work with my dad. Oh, I do. That. I've did that for a long time. Oh too. yeah, so it runs <laughs> in the family for both of us, doesn't it? Yeah, working for your dad's good. Good and, and bad, bad sometimes, so yep. <laughs> you get it. Yep, I get it. But no, you're, so I've known you since you were, what, eight years old when I started dating your sister? Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, seven or eight, and that was 15 years ago. Oh boy, the time goes fast. Yeah, so how old are you right now? Right now I'm 23 years old. Sick. So yeah, you never hated me because you're too little at the time. Exactly, me, right? you gotta start cool, young. I was a cool high school kid that was dating your sister, so yeah. everything's been good with that. Left a good impression. That's good. And then it ha- helped that I had a younger brother at the same age, so you guys yep. were like best friends. Yeah, then... so I met Noel in what, second grade, I think? Yeah, so that'd be Henry's going to go in second grade next year, yeah, son, so, so that's so how old you were. Met best friend in second grade. Yep, you guys are still good friends today. Yep. But yeah, I suckered you in because I took you jet skiing and tubing and all That'll that stuff. That'll do it. You know, had to keep you on the good, the good grace as a brother-in-law. But no, you've, you know, you've been my brother-in-law for ten years, and yeah, I just wanted to kind of have you come on and talk a little about your background. We did a podcast a few weeks ago with Ashley, um, and kind of explained her upbringing and hunting and all that, and got a good. If you want to hear a little bit more about her family and that stuff, she covered that. I think pretty good with like your grandpa, how he hunted and how your dad kind of was hunting, and yeah. he. You know, then in comes Nate as the boyfriend, and you guys had some property and stuff, but you never really hunted much. And I think I took you. Oh, did I take you goose hunt? Was yeah, that the first you did. did? Mm-hmm. How old do you think you were when we did that? Oh boy, I mean, we still have those pictures on Facebook. I always get those little flashbacks mm-hmm. every year. My, oh man, we're so young with us holding up those guns. And I think you had a had a side by side twenty gauge, right? Yes, what, you did. <laughs> and you and my brother, we did the apprentice tag, right? Yes, that's what you, you did. Then. And then that's what you guys did. But I remember we didn't have any luck. No, no geese that night. But uh, that was kind of your first thing. You're, you've always been open. Like, you were always like, let's go. Yeah, but I don't know from growing up on the farm. Of course, we had so many acres, but I mean, we weren't opposed to it, but we never really did it, though, because Grandpa was always the hunter, would always sit on the bucket or whatever, sit in the desk and go hunting, hit an old school desk, would yep. go hunting. But 
my dad never really went hunting after grandpa passed mm-hmm. and i don't know why i think it was just brought up his memory and didn't want to yeah. continue with that yeah that was kind of his thing that reminded me of, mm-hmm. of your grandpa but yeah he died at a young age so being were you born yet when he passed no i died in 97 and i was born in 2000 that's right so you just missed like, that so yeah ashley was really tail young. End. but i think that was the big thing but yeah i know when i first came around you know they got the, like you said the old school desk and he had his you know wood blinds mm-hmm. kind of scattered around and I mean, how big is that buck that he shot that one? It was here? a fifteen point. Yeah, and I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Isn't that astounding?" That was here. Like, I was like in Michigan. Like, I like I didn't really hunt this area of the state, but I was like, "No way!" And then yeah, there it was. But so yeah, you were never. No one was really against hunting. It was just one of those things you guys didn't really do. I mean, you're really, but your dad's you know does a full time job, owns his own business, and then hobby farm. Yeah. Also, always had cows or you know some land that he works himself. So like the free time really isn't there to go hunting in the Gotta fall. Gotta make time for it. Yeah, so like he, I think that was just one of those things. So yeah, when I came around, you were like, yeah, let's do this. And I know we did some hunting and some fishing and that kind of thing. But now did you sat with your sister when she shot deer? I did. That yeah, was really so that fun. was like your first kind of like experience of seeing something get shot. Yep. And I remember you were pumped. I was so excited <laughs> for that. Yep. So yeah, you guys, She he sat with uh, her, his sister on opening morning and you guys end up shooting something and getting it. And yeah, you were all about that. And then, you know, I don't, I know, like, I feel like we kind of hunted a couple times together, gone hunted, but you weren't like really pestering me to go. You were more like, I'll go with you, like, and see you do it. And we did a little small game stuff, you know, maybe very minimally. But and when you turned, like, let's say getting out of high school, I guess let's kind of back up a little bit. Um, when did you you have some medical stuff going on? Yeah, I and I, the when did that start? I guess I have a temporal lobe epilepsy, and I would say that started diagnosed got diagnosed in 2014 when I was obviously 14. But I would say that's been going on since I was 12 years old. I'd mm-hmm. say that manifested, and I would say the first seizure that I remember that I know of was in middle school. I was walking down the hallways of the Sparta Middle School. Walking, I walked to the wrong locker, mm-hmm. had a weird deja vu feeling, walked past my locker after I had the seizure, opened the wrong person's locker with a different combination somehow, opened the locker, saw a bunch of different stuff, knew that it wasn't mine, shut the locker, yeah. kind of walked away like yeah. nothing happened. Something's weird going on here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But luckily with temporal lobe epilepsy, you don't have the grand mal convulsions and yeah. fall on the ground and shake. But I would just uh, blank out a little bit and lose time. Yeah, and then we're going on 10 years that you've had this. Unfortunately, Unfortunately yeah, but, something you have to live with. And you have done a tremendous job at living with it. Mm, you something know? you have to shoulder. Yeah, and you, you have, like you said, you have a full-time job. You do that, and like you get done with work, and you're helping on the hobby farm. Like you're doing round bales and square yeah. bales. Like you're, you're, you have, there's been times when you've had things come up, but you've faced this adversity tremendously. And it's been an inspiration for me. Like, yeah, you were... I think you remember that was your first seizure, but we didn't really know anything that serious until like what you were fifteen when it was like, oh, stuff is like this is serious. Yeah. Was that about right? Like was that two thousand fifteen? Oh yeah, the first I would say the diagnosed one was the All Star dra- Driving Course. Yeah, on Alpine. Right. Yep, you're doing your driver's training. That's yep. right. But I still got my certificate. Yep, you power, you power, power through. through. So yeah, you were like that. Will that be like your sophomore year of high school? Yeah, you know. So, like, that was a pretty important time for you, and you, this is when this comes up. And, uh, excuse me, and this is something that, you know, we've all, we're a close family and seen you going through, but 
So this transpired, you end up having have to have brain surgery. When was your first brain sur- surgery? First brain surgery was June 2nd of 2017. I had a temporal okay. lobectomy, right anterior temporal lobectomy. And they took a big chunk of your brain out. Oh, yeah, they did. They it, took a big fist size of my right temporal lobe yeah, like, out. I would say cut a baseball in half, and that's probably yeah. at least oh, what they yeah, took definitely. out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so what? that was in June, correct? Yeah, so June 2nd of 2017. Okay, so just imagine you're, you know, this kid that's 17 years start old. Of summer. 16, yeah, start of summer, you know, still going to high school, dealing with all this stuff. And, like, this has been, a, even up to your first surgery, I mean, like, you were constantly on different medicine you were you know trying these things that made you feel funny and like trying to figure all this stuff out in life and then you go and have this brain surgery before you're done with high school and you had it and i mean dude you took that like a champ like I mean, yeah that was intense and then uh yeah that and you know that was one of how many surgeries total have you had now i mean so far i've had three surgeries three surgeries yeah. and you know every time you've had that and they haven't gone away your seizures but like I said, you still deal with them and, yeah. you know, hate it. So, yeah, you're 17 years old, and then I remember you recovered from brain surgery, and then, you know, you had quite the year after that. Like, you thought there was something. You're just learning all this stuff, you know. And, I mean, where were you at kind of like, you know, I guess from a mental capacity, I guess, at a 17-year-old kid trying to finish up high school after having brain surgery? It was tough. Yeah, <laughs> it was. But you did really well. I mean, yeah. you did – I'm just saying this is a kid going through it, and he, he had a tough – you know, we're trying not to get too emotional here, but I just want to say you're going through some stuff, yeah. but you're doing good. So we can fast forward to your second surgery. Mm-hmm. When did you have your second surgery? And then the second surgery was in uh, the end of August in 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay, so 2019 is kind of an important year. Oh, for that was hunting, important for you, yeah. Important for me and for you. That's so, what we're looking for. Yep, so I can't exactly remember the details of how it happened, but it was like – I think you were done with high school. Did, what year did you graduate? I graduated in 2018. 2018. So I feel like when you graduated, I was like, dude, you're going through all this stuff. Obviously, having seizures, you're kind of limited on your driving. So I was like, dude, this guy, like, and you still were, like, you meet my brother, you meet AJ here, you'd have no idea he's been through these brain surgeries. Like, you have no idea he has it. It's just you, you've been blessed that it's severe, but you're still able to have a very high-quality life. Which is great, but you are limited. Like you yeah. gotta be safe. Unfortunately, um, the driving thing the is the driving biggest, thing's one the for biggest me. thing. For, yep. So, twenty nineteen season. I remember we're like, dude, you're totally deer hunting this year. Like this is the year you're gonna bow hunt, and you're gonna. And you had had you sat with a gun maybe a couple times before. I had a that. couple of times. Luckily, with a supervisor, usually my dad would. Yeah, go your with dad me. would take you out, and that was kind of another cool thing. Like as you got older and your sister started hunting, your dad would start going out somewhere too, yep. and he really. He really enjoyed it. You I know? think luckily me being like my grandpa, I think he would like to spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go out by himself because it would remind him of his grand or of his dad, but yeah. he'd go out and sit with me. Yeah, he was making the same kind of memories yeah. with you that he got to do with his dad. But uh, so, yeah, 2019 was the year that AJ was like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. bowling. So what is... happens when you inherit a bow from your boss. Yeah, and that's, oh, yeah, that's right. You started that's that other job. Yeah, you were yeah. helping him, and he's like, we talked about it, and then all of a sudden you told me, like, dude, I have a bow. And I was like, no way, because we are, you know, you're you're a strong kid, but like we have completely different draw lengths. So like this, my type of bow does not work for you, you know. You're so, but your boss had a bow that was like great for you size wise. Inherited know. a Matthews Z7. Was it, yeah, was it a Z7 or what? Yeah, or switchback? So. No, it was a Z7. Yeah, I believe so. The single yeah. cam. Everyone loved that bow when it came mm-hmm. out. So you hear this bow, and then. You had some arrows and some broadheads. And like I said, this was like late summer. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
that's when it was like, this is really happening. Like we were kind of mostly focusing on like gun hunting, like really getting into it, you know, maybe bow hunt. And I was just kind of struggling to know what, like it'd been a long time since I've been in the, like the bow, his size. And I didn't really know what to do. Like my wife has a bow, but like she hadn't really been using it that much for that was right at the same time she was going back to school. And, you know, our son was born in 2016. So baby at home. So this is kind of a period I was like, dude, you're kind of between me and my wife. Yeah. I'm not really, you know, I'm much more versed in arrow setups and bow setups now, but that kind of, this is kind of one of the reasons, like I talked last week with Tyler, like having my brother-in-law come with me and being new to it, it kind of brought me back to the basics of bow hunting and hunting, which made me kind of fine tune some of my things. And I feel like I'm more well-rounded now, but yeah, you inherit this bow and you start shooting it. I mean, I didn't have much time to practice either. But you shot it a lot. Oh, like you, yeah. Every night I'd go and shoot it for, what, two hours, yeah, two and a half hours that just night? Just trying to critique you and just help all I could. I know I sent lots of videos, a lot of YouTube videos you watched. But, like, how did you feel shooting that bow? Like, why did you, why do you think you liked it so much? I just think because it was my right size. Luckily, him and I were about the same size. It was yep. just the perfect dry length. Yep. It gave me it gave me my confidence back. That's I think. what I was just going to say. It made thing. you feel really good that you could do this. Still. I could finally do something. Yes. I mean, I couldn't drive. I couldn't really go out and do anything no. besides that, but I could finally do that. There was something in my life I felt good yeah, about. Yeah, you could go out back. Like I said, we're the parents' property. You know, there's farm fields and stuff, so, like, it's a beautiful setting. So, I mean, you were able to go out at night and just be you out there, you and the bow, and just yourself, and just shoot. So tranquil and perfect. Yeah, and you, I know, dude, you'd send me so many pictures back then, like, you know, shooting and all that stuff, and we'd shoot together, and I could just tell you, like, the, the fire was lit, and I was like, oh boy, he's he's in trouble. He's locked and yep, loaded, he's, he's ready. ready. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, that was probably late summer, you got the bow, you shot, and I feel like you shot really well, like, I never telling you, like, I know when I first started bow hunting, if you could hit a pair of plate at 20 yards, you're good to go. That was kind of what grandpa and my dad, everyone said. And you had one pin and like 20 yards was just as far as you're shooting. And I remember with you, like, like I said, the bow fit you really well. Like you were able to get those groups down really well. Like you were shooting really good at 20 yards. I mean, you were even stretching out to 40 yards yeah. just practicing. But uh, we kind of had the spot, like we had the spot picked out yes, for you all knew. summer. And we had seen some nice bucks and stuff and, I guess go like kind of explain like what you were thinking like you just up to this point you I've been bow hunting around there and shooting deer and passing deer and you've been sitting with me gun hunting we've yeah. passed deer so like you kind of like knew what was possible and you obviously live on this yeah. egg field that you see deer all the time what what did you kind of think because you kind of had like a kind of a criteria for yeah. what you wanted your first buck to be <laughs> when you had the spot all picked out this farm field and in the woods yeah. you told me where they were going to be coming from you knew yep. the patterns we had the wind all picked out mm-hmm. the perfect temperature but how big of a buck did you want for your first buck oh i Was thought it'd it be this ideal eight pointer bigger i had the spread all picked out yep. i'm like all right so if it's going to be wider than my hands i'm counting all the points yep you're picky like your sister. That's the thing. Well, that's why she picked you, Nate. <laughs> oh, we knew. You. you know, I'll have to let her yeah. listen back to this oh, part. Yes. But, but no, you, yeah, which I thought was kind of cool because, like, I was, like, the first deer that walks by me, I'm zapping because I was, like, 12, you know, young. Yeah. But you were, you know, you're, you know, 19 years old at the time. You've been around a lot of things, like, and you, you the whole, like, 
you wanted to take like a nice representation of a deer. Like mm-hmm. that was kind of your thing. And I'm like, dude, the first spike that walks by, shoot that thing. Did I not? Yeah. I was like, dude, shoot it. You'd even when we gun hunted before, like we'd had some deer come out and you're like, Nope. Oh, I saw a spike tonight with my dad. And they're like, I was like, why did you shoot it? And you're like, nah, I'm just, Oh no. You just kept saying you knew what the, and you had this eight point in your head. Like that was what you wanted. Yeah. And I mean, you'd see six points, you'd see four points. Nope, see nope, I got to pass. Yeah. And I did ease you into the whole hunting thing because, like, I'm like, I'm kind of crazy when it comes to like my setups and all this stuff. So, like, here I am trying to like want you to have this like really good, uh, you know, hunt. And then also, like, I do a lot of hanging hunts, but I also had like this double ladder stand that I had used on your parents' property for like years. Like, I set it up for your sister or for Ashley when we you know were younger like that was kind of a thing and i just had set up in a spot and i was like i mean her would go me and you had sat in it before when you're young like that was just kind of those things but yeah i was like dude i have the perfect early october spot if the acorns are dropping and lucky for us that first week of october acorns were. were dropping and we knew because we had scouted it and you'd always help me with trail cameras and all that stuff back throughout the years but yeah, I remember just being so pumped for that first. We both were. Dude, you were. We were like, we need this. Is wind. it time? Is, Is it, it time? Yep. And we had like that. Like I was really like fine tuning like access back then, like learning how to do that, like these smaller. So yeah, there, his, your parents own quite a bit of property and your relatives, but there's mostly ag fields. So it's open ground and we have little pieces of woods that you can hunt. So, yeah. but. I remember we were like, I never like we'd send screenshots of Google Maps or Onyx back and forth to each other. Like, okay, this is how is you do good? this. Yeah, you're like, is it good? I'm like, no, not today. And do you remember the night of the first set, that first set we went out there? Do you remember when that was? Was It, it had to be the first week of October. I like, think it was. I almost think it was something. like October 7th. Yeah, 7th maybe. We waited so a whole week to go there. And we went together and we walked way out of our way across that field. But I was like, dude, you need to like walk this way to that spot. Mm-hmm. And and I just want to say like someone who has seizures, you don't know when you're going to have them. Like no. at this point in time, you didn't know, like you still were very like functional, but like you had no, you just lose essentially time yeah, and place. Very cautious. So here I am the brother-in-law, like kind of like, Oh, I got to keep AJ safe. So like, thank goodness we have safe lines. Yep. So we were able to do all that in tree stands and we had set some tree stands too through the summer, but we were, that was one of those things like we need safe line. We need, you need to be really familiar where you are in case you do get turned around. So like, those first few like those first few sits we just i always went with you but i remember i was like i'm gonna sit across this field in this fence row so i can overlook this backside. you go sneak into this ladder stand that's and i never showing you that spot and i was like dude there's usually a scrape right there it's like we're not gonna walk over there and see but like there'll be a scrape right there and i was like you gotta pay attention because they just come out of nowhere keep your eye on and it. the acorns are falling right we could hear them so yeah explain like I can, you can kind of, I guess I, I saw the deer first, but I'm like sitting back in the fence row. Like we're probably like what, 300 yards apart. I would say so. Yeah. And, uh, I see a buck and does like running this fence line, like not much longer. We had no. only been sitting for like, this is like the first week of October and it's like two hours before dark and mm-hmm. here these deer are out. And I see this, it looked like a nice racked buck. Like I would say a two year old buck oh, yeah. with a doe and I'll heading towards him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And then I you take over. I saw these couple deer running through. I saw this doe. Okay, it's just a doe. So I sit back down, and I see another one run through. Oh, there's an, it's an eight point. It's an eight point. Uh-huh. I see it run through, but then it turns back around. I don't think I can get a shot. On, okay, I can get a shot on it. Yep. Okay, it's quartered away. Turns back to me. So right I by stand scrape, up right? right by the scrape. Right by the it's scrape. going to the scrape. Yep. So I stand up, try to get a shot on it. Stand up, 
pull my bow back. All right, okay. It's back by that tree. All right, that's a 20-yard shot. Pull it back. I'm right by its shoulder. I thought I had a good shot on it. I'm splitting it in half. Get right by that shoulder. Let the arrow go, and I hear it crack. So I just super, loud. super loud crack. And I got scared. I'm like, I didn't think I was too shaky. What's going yeah, on? And I heard that shot from across that field. And I was like, oh, he freaking smacked that thing. And I was like, did he? Ma-? I was like, I actually thought he might have spined it because it was like that loud. I thought I hit a tree. I'm yeah, like, that's oh, what no, I thought. missed it. Yes. I'm like, oh, no. Yep. I sent, <laughs> sent him a text message. I think, think I, I hit an eight point. <laughs> I think I hit a tree. Not sure. Yep. So now it becomes like every, like for me, you know, being the outsider, like I've shot quite a few deer with my bow up to this point. And the last thing you want is, you know, the first deer to shoot at to be a a non-lethal shot. So I'm like super nervous. You are pumped or you're nervous because you didn't know, but excited. I don't want you to like turn off that excitement because I think if it would have been like, I wanted you to be like like what do your emotions feel like like understand this this is part of it but um like i had shot my first shoot i think i hit two deer with my bow before i killed <laughs> one so like i went through that heartache but like i was so ingrained in the hunting like i could have probably missed 20 times with my bow and still bow hunted every year because like i was a bow hunter like you're a newer guy so like as me i'm like oh man he's 19 like he's never yeah. done this before i want this to be good for you and literally the first two hours less than two hours you sit with your bow you get this opportunity at an eight point that you've been like wanting for years like because you pass somebody with your gun and um but we also were very hesitant because you kind of i heard the shot which was really nice for me but i remember we went back waited and, you know, you kind of told me a little bit. And you never did see the arrow, correct? No, we didn't. Because you didn't have Luminox or anything like that on, which this is a great learning experience. But, yeah, you didn't have anything like that. Any new hunter, I highly recommend having a lighted knock just to help. Sometimes it's deceiving, but it helps. So we waited and we went and looked at the blood. And we kind of, I kind of had an idea which way the deer would run. We kind of heard it. You heard it. And we found some blood. And it wasn't amazing blood, but we found blood. And we tracked it. I mean, kind of explain that as dark and you were like, this is the middle of the woods. Like it's kind of hard. And you've not been on track best. jobs, not the best. So I was like optimistic, but also kind of worried. Hopefully optimistic yeah. at best. And we, so they're just the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, which is deer hunting. So we tracked it for not very far. No. I would say a hundred yards, got to the edge of a field and we like looked up in front of us and I, with my flashlight and I saw deer eyes and I was like, that could have been him don't know i thought i saw a rack but like this is a high deer density area so we were like okay we're done for the night and then you had to work the next morning yeah so tony hill find it fred my buddy who's gonna be on here he came out the next day or did we do it that night i can't I think you remember. came back in the morning with in the morning him. yep and then long story short we followed blood jumped the deer like uh, quite a ways later i was like i actually seen the deer before it jumped i was like i think that's him and the deer jumped up and ran away like nothing was wrong with it and there was like three specks of blood in its bed so we were like ah sorry aj but hey i it's gonna probably live like and we end up do we find your arrow yeah we did and it did not get much penetration no it didn't and i was like oh boy so great learning experience yep. you still went hunting that year you still even after that you finished the year out strong didn't have any other opportunities nope, no luck <laughs> no luck we get some little bucks but you still stood firm to that shot but then we went through after that season we went through 
a whole complete revamping of your setup. Exactly. Yes. And what, yeah, how'd that, how did you like, how do you like that aspect of the bow hunting thing? Like, I know it was a lot to take in, but I feel like you understood concepts and we, did we get a new bow right after that, right? Yeah. We went and got you new long range archery. Shout out to them. We hooked hooked them up with a bow. 2019 was definitely a learning experience to learn what to do and what not to do. Yep. Yeah. And you had fun setting stands and stuff too. Yeah. And then. But we beefed up the arrow setup because I come to find out the arrows that they shot great out of that bow. But like I didn't like understand some of the things I understand now, like arrow flight and stuff like that. But they they weren't really shooting that good out of the bow. They shot great groups uh, with field points and that kind of stuff. And we did shoot. I can't remember if it was a mechanical broad or not anymore. I don't remember. But I know I was like, okay, we need to beef this setup up a little bit for you because you have a little shorter draw length than me you know, kind of fix things. So we got you new arrows and a new bow going into the 20 season. And that was the year of COVID. And, and being so inexperienced, I'm not even sure if I shot those broadheads practice. Yeah. Or not. I don't, I don't even think either. I did. I think I just took them right out of the box and, and that, went right to, and that might to be the tree shame stand. On me. Shame on me back then. Me like too. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Thinking so, you know, you watch a guy shoot a bow and I was, you know, we'd watch each other shoot and I was like, dude, you're that thing, you're arrow golden. looks great. Yeah. Like it's not sticking a target funny, but yeah, I think it was just underspined or something, you mm-hmm. know, doing that. But, yeah, we learned a lot, and I learned a lot. So then we go to the 2020 year, and it was like, okay, oh. we're setting some more tree stands. And I think, did you get, and then you got permission on that other piece, right? I did, but then 2020 was the year I had surgery on my femur. Of course, I had one yep. good day of deer hunting, and October 1st was the day. I don't know if you've talked about that on here yet, but you got your big buck on yep. October 1st. I had one good day, and then I had a... Uh, metal rod removed from my femur from when i broke my leg that was what happened and then i was ground hunting for the rest of the year yep which you saw deer but it's just exactly no just nothing big lots of spikes and four points happened in 2020 i knew something i just couldn't remember Mm -hmm. what it was but you got permission on that property i did yep the neighbors right across the creek yep so you got permission on this little piece and that kind of we kind of dedicated that to like aj first of all it's right by the house you could walk to it from the house so you're close all that stuff and we're like this is your area so we ran trail cameras and i kind of like in 2020 i kind of like told you all this information i was like aj this is what i know what are you going to do with it and you like you learned a lot yeah in 2020 like and i think you then going you had the surgery up the leg so now maybe you had all these brain surgeries poor dude gets his femur jacked up Uh. on a quad accident and then needs that removed so yeah that kind of shot your 2020 season up you gun hunted and you had, did you have a, you had a one opportunity probably gun, right? I had a buck. I did, yeah. But it just was too thick and mm-hmm. didn't quite get on him. So what about 21? I'm trying to think how, going into the 21 season, we had a lot of nice bucks. We had trail camera data from that new property. Yeah. And we I think learned, 21 is when we saw Curly, right? Yep, Curly. That was the yeah. buck we named him. Yeah, so we kind of learned the new property, like the approach I always have done and uh, it worked great for this, you know, spot was like, let's kind of like try to set up a few different spots that help us with our normal wins. And then we use the trail cameras to kind of tell us when the deer are in those areas, because you can have like estimated times where you think they're there. But I mean, we had no idea. Like we knew the deer in the area, but we don't know, like, you know, this properties are spread out. It's like, do they like to be here the first week of October? Where are the acorn trees? You're trying to scout like in the summer and then like crop rotation and all this stuff. But yeah, we twenty one. What? Yeah, how'd your bow season go for twenty twenty one? Because this is a year 
going into 19 was your first year, 20, yeah. second year, going into your third year. We were, I never talking like this is your year, AJ. Yeah. Cause no, no femur surgery. Like <laughs> you're good. So yeah. What, what happened? Oh boy. Do you remember? I know it was rough. Why was it so rough? I am trying to think. Yeah. I know we, I feel like it was a off year for some reason. I maybe, I, mean, I know there weren't any brain surgeries. No brain surgery in 21, but I feel like it was kind of like, I don't think I really even had that good no. of a year in 21. Was it a COVID year? No, that was 20. I know we, I think we struggled because you were really busy with work. And then like when we had our cold fronts come in, you had to work and I, I had to work also. Like we couldn't quite time our cold fronts out right for that. Because October hunting, we've, yeah. we learned, you learned really quick, like, there's Seriously. a big difference between like a nice sunny normal day, and then all of a sudden you get that ten degree. It's like a light switch goes off, and you. I never that you got by this point. You were like showing me like future. Like I think I'm hunting on this Thursday night, or I'm going to try to do that. But yeah, 21 was just weird. It didn't really work out. I feel like you'd seen quite a few deer. The one spot was dead because there's no acorns. I do remember that. I was really low on acorns in a yeah. couple spots. So that season came and went, seen deer, lots of does went by, uh, nothing big. You might've seen a couple little bucks, I think maybe. Cause I think, I feel like the whole rut, I was out of state and then you had something come up so you couldn't hunt. I think that might be the first GFS year. Might've been for those trade, trade shows. shows that you work. Yeah. So like, I feel like that was just kind of the timing was wrong, but we still had trail cameras and running. I think that's when we found Sean's property across the Creek, right? Yep. So we, 21 was when we're like, we need to do the other spot. And do that. We left trail cameras running. End of the year. I this is what I remember from twenty one. End of the year, you compiled. I was. I let them be. Those are your jam. Like you're doing this. This is your baby. You took pulled all your cameras, and I was like, just go through your computer and see if you can find anything that's, you know, like that you can use for the following year. And you did find a spot that there was a lot of bucks. Oh yeah. And that was what time of year was that? Do you remember what was it like? I want to say like it was like the last few days towards, of October, yeah. right? And then going in November. Yeah, definitely towards the end of it. So we had a stand there already, right? And we didn't, you sat it maybe a couple of times, but didn't see much. Mm-hmm. So you left the camera there and you were like going into 20, as soon as you you're pulled like, that, I know. you're like, I am shooting I one knew. of I uh, Yes. You're like, I am shooting a buck in that stand this time of year. So yeah, you go through, you're shooting your bow again all summer. You're loving it. Practice, practice, practice. Shoot, I mean, dude, you shoot. I shoot my combine a lot, but you're like giving me a run for my money. Like you shoot that much, and it's so fun to see you go through that. It's such a good tool for you to be able to. It's like a big stress relief. And you still got all this stuff going on. You still have. You're still having seizures occasionally. You're going through all this life stuff, but you're the one consistent thing that always I know. I mean, it's cheaper than a therapist when you don't break those arrows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you just feel good. Like, yeah. you're so happy. Like Cheap workout, too. Yeah, doing that. Love it. So, yeah, go, like, lead into our 20. I guess you probably know the dates a little better than yeah. me. But what kind of happened with the derailment of 22, we thought? As far as? The surgery, your third surgery. Oh, most geez, recent surgery. Peaks. Yeah. So, that... September 28th, dot, 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 the third brain surgery was mm-hmm. insane. I got a call, I would think, like, four days before. What are you doing September 28th? Uh, nothing. Why? This is Spectrum Health, now Corwell Health in Grand yep. Rapids for us, our hospital. Yep. Uh, I can be there. Why? Oh, it's time for your third brain surgery. We're going to put in an RNS for those of you who don't know as a responsive neuropace device, which shocks your brain into not having seizures. And that got put in for me and the right temporal lobe and on the left side of my brain to stop those seizures. 
and that got put in at the hospital. A four-day notice. A four-day notice, <laughs> exactly. And people are usually in the hospital for a week, and, of course, I wanted to get back to hunting. Yep. <laughs> so I was out the next day. Yep. You were like, I am not staying No, I wanted to be out the same day, but they couldn't get the paperwork done in time, yep. so I was out the next day. Yeah, you're a champ at brain surgery at this point. <laughs> yep. Third time is usually a charm. Yep. So we... Uh, the first you were like i want a bow hunt like 20 suck because i had the femur you know surgery 21 was a rough year this was going to be like the year because we had all this intel and we had been seeing a lot of nice bucks and then that bomb gets dropped on you and i never were sitting there talking and i know you're really heartbroken and we we're like dude I'm like i don't this is gonna be rough and i was like hey man like this might be the best thing for you at this time like I remember you kind of saying like you're grateful that we do live somewhere close to Grand Rapids area where you can have this you know good good health care and that kind of stuff and help with these surgeries but and you're like I don't think I have any weight restrictions that was like going to the surgery like Dude, that was the first thing I asked before I went under am I going to be able to bow hunt after I wake up well, I don't see why not what's your draw length and your weight yep. uh, I'm trying to think I pull it back to probably about my ear and I think it's about 60 or 70 pounds yeah you're just out and he kind of said yes like i don't really know much about bows but i think so so i remember you were like dude i'm getting home and i'm bow hunting october 1st (laughs) and then you had a checkup right yep and then what what did you ask on this checkup (laughs) uh can i go bow hunting yeah i don't see why not and then he was like what's the pound or then you then he said later on you have a weight restriction and what was that weight restriction like five pounds or something yeah it was and you're, and you're like how do i how can i can i bow hunt and the guy's like what do you mean he's like dude i have 65 pounds or 60 pounds i gotta pull back he's like there's no you're, there's no chance you're bow hunting. <laughs> he's like you want your you want to have internal bleeding and, yeah he's like do you want me to pop your stitches yeah and you were heartbroken right i mean mm-hmm. like i never how it sad was you were. so bad we found out so upset. and we're like oh my gosh it's like I felt it. I don't know who was more devastated, you or me. I yeah, we were in the dumps. We Press were <laughs> just like everybody, rough, man. And I remember hearing we talked about the phone on this, and then I remember thinking about it, and I was like, dude, this, like, like you said, like you, you, you're a very, you know, responsible young man. Like you work your butt off, you do all these things in life, and it's like every time you've had adversity, and then I was like. I can't do, I can't take these brain surgeries for you though. I'd love to, but I can help you hunt and I can help you deer hunt and get enjoyment out of that because it is so fulfilling and it's a reward. Cause like, you know, like you put the work in, you've actually seen the work produce yeah, results. Just like, my little reprieve. Yeah. Like it's a, so here I am, you're just heartbroken. And I was like, dude, I don't even know if I want to go hunting. Like I was so like just distraught over this. And then I do remember the, there was a weight limit and I never, you tell me what it was i was like well what can you do because i was thinking well maybe we'll get him like a, a bow that 15 po- it might have been 15 pounds because yeah, I, I was like well maybe it's like 30 and you could pull back like a 30 pound recurve or something and then it dawned on me i was like crossbow and i had, i'm not a crossbow guy by any means i don't know much about them i you know i have a grandpa that uses one my uncles have used them in the past also but like my experience with a crossbow non-existent so I started calling people I know and I was like, do you have a crossbow? They're like, yeah. And I was like, well, like what, pull it back. Like, how's that? They're like, no, you got to pull it back. It's could be pretty, you know, pretty strenuous to do that. And then I was like, I remember seeing one or someone told me about a crank crossbow. 
And then once I found out they made them things, I was on a mission. <laughs> and I went to the pro shop and I was like, I need a crossbow that's got a crank on it because my brother-in-law has been through enough and this dude's hunting this year. Um, and I bought you one and I am so happy I did because that is why crossbow season is legal yes. in Michigan is for you are the perfect example for this. And you know, I might get some hate on that, but like if you're an able body dude, like just pull a compound bow back if you can. Now, if you have like some, like I have a friend that's got, you know, some sight trouble compound is tough for him with the way his eyes are. He uses a crossbow. Great. My grandpa, older gentleman, do all that stuff. I think you're on the same boat. If you have a physical issue, use a use a crossbow because you want to get out there. Like, it's just hard for me to see a dude that's, like, my age or, like, super physically fit or more than capable just reverts to a crossbow. Like, that's a whole thing. But, like, that's just kind of always been my mindset. Like, crossbows are for people who need it. They can't hunt, they can't hunt the compounds to use a crossbow. That's just how I've been. But then this, I was like, dude we can get one with a crank. It's like five pounds only to crank this thing back. You're hunting. We're like, yeah. So I buy one. We get it all set up for you. And you, I brought it over to your house. I was ecstatic. And you shot that first shot at 20 yards. And you, Boom. you about did a backflip. So awesome. <laughs> and you have this big bandage on your head still. And like, you're still recovering. Looking out of one eye. I'm one, swollen shut. Yeah, Hit the bullseye. Face is swollen. Nailed it. That was so cool. That smile. I wish... If we were better recording crap, like that oh, would have yeah, been seriously. awesome video to have. So we're like AJ's back in the game. But then you had to wait a little bit to climb a like the next hurdle was getting in a tree. Yeah. So like you had to wait a little bit for that, right? Or did he let you I probably shouldn't have, but I'm still gonna do you it. You did it. But there was like we were we were kinda smart. I know you didn't yeah. go October it was like brain surgery twenty eighth in a tree October first. Like this was like probably like a week, yeah. you know, later. But uh yeah, you were back. And then we kind of moved through the season, and you had you had been seeing twenty two. I feel like you, I was seeing a lot of good bucks. Yeah, they just quite weren't quite in range, right? They were a little far away, a, a lot far. of a lot of the thicker brush. Yeah, but you were seeing stuff. Oh yeah, I knew it was definitely the season. Like yeah. there's something on my side. Uh huh. And then I I had a one deer I was hunting on the other like a mile or mile and a half away. That I kind of was like, dude, I'm hunting this deer. The rest of the place is yours. Like, let's do this. And that deer was didn't show up until later in the year. So, like, I remember I had went up north to hunt my grandparents, and there was like a good cold front. Cold, a good cold front was coming through. And did you take some time off of work for this? No matter of fact, it was October 27th. And I was actually at the hospital I had my brain surgery at, and at my dad's company, I was fixing a vinyl mural that was on the wall, and I was okay. at work, and I only had like 45 minutes of hunting left, and I got home, and I checked my watch. I'm like, am I going to go hunting? Come on. But I never telling you, dude, you that, spot, go. that spot had the bucks cruising at this time, mm-hmm. and there was a scrape. We actually made a box scrape there, right? I think so. I and think it was we did. this, per- dude. This spot is muddy. Like I never telling you, like I don't even care if you have forty five minutes left because you can sneak into this spot so easy, and there's water to block some of your noise. You got to cross the water, pop up into the tree, right the edge of the water, and these deer all come to you. And, and that's exactly what I did too. Yeah, you snuck in there. So yeah, <laughs> crazy forty. F- so first deer you get a shot at, you barely sit down shoot at deer and then now this as this story's come about we're getting to the story what yeah. how does this transpire you get set up 
Mm-hmm. Drive my blazer down there to my neighbor's barn. You can drive because it's on dirt roads. So it's don't on the dirt road and a four-wheeler. Yeah, four-wheeler, yep. And I go down there, walk between his trees. You have to cross the creek, so there's a he has a broken-down bridge that goes across the yep. creek. Just like you said, it's around the bend of pine trees. Yep. Climb the tree, pull up the crossbow. I think I have, what, 15 minutes left. See a few deer run across me, a couple does. And then I hear something. I'm like, oh, no, it's time. Grunt. Was he I grunting? See him. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was grunting. That's right. And I get down on my knees. I'm starting to shake. I'm like, oh, I think it's him. And then I, he's not stopping. So I kind of grunt back to him. He stops and looks up to me. And that the crossbow has a sight on it. Yep. And I just put it up to him, put it right behind him. And I thought I missed because it goes so fast. <laughs> it goes right through him. I'm like, no, not oh, again. Yep. And so I'm hunting up north, and I had a great night also. Like, and I was sitting on scrapes, and I had a bunch of bucks come around. And I remember I was just, you called me, and I was either almost down my tree or about, and you're like, I was like yelling over the phone. I didn't care. Like, I was like, no way you did it. And you're like, I think I missed. Like, dude, there's no way you missed. Like, just 25 go. yard chip shot. Yeah. I was like, you did it. Just like, dead on. Yep. And, uh, I never just be like, just walk kind of where you thought he went, and there should be blood pretty quick. And I think we were on the phone still, dude. We were like loud, we were like I was like, I was like, no, okay, don't be too loud because he could have be, you know, maybe he's alive or whatever. But we were just so pumped. And you found blood, oh, or did yeah. you find the deer? First? I found the arrow. The yeah, arrow is just completely pink sheen to it. Yep, what every bow hunter loves. Yes, yes. And I remember calling my dad, and I called him. I'm like, I think, I think I got him. I think I got him. <laughs> pumped up like so awesome and then the deer ran what like not even 30 yards it's dead like the just per, polar opposite of your first year exactly and this made was, up for it dude had brain surgery less than a month before this almost a month of the day yeah got out because it was just the right conditions yeah you might have had some stars aligned because it's not ideal no. like you, you would love to have been set up earlier but like this front came through in the right wind and I think it's pretty awesome from going from not being a bow hunter from in 2019 being your first year to 22, you know, understanding concepts like, you know, you're a lot, you were a lot farther ahead of me than I was four years in a bow hunting or three years in a bow hunting and made sense. And you stuck to a plan and you got rewarded and it worked out and it was fantastic. It was like, we're just pumped. It was so cool. And what was it for an animal? How many points? It was a nice eight point. It was the perfect one I wanted too. Yeah. It was, I would say, two and a half year old eight point. Oh yeah. And you know, you're getting it shoulder mounted, right? Yep, it's right at the taxidermist, the taxidermist right now. now. But yeah, beautiful buck. Like I way bigger than the first few bucks I ever shot, and you know, definitely paid off. But that was that was pretty cool. I saw right he toppled over himself, hitting the dead tree stump. Yep. That was cool. I wish I was there, but. I got to enjoy the excitement over the phone and do that. And we celebrated the next day, but yeah, pretty fantastic. So that was, that was AJ's journey <laughs> to shoot his first buck. What a journey. Well worth it. Yeah. Would you, yeah, you do say you, it's still like all those trials and tribulations kind of disappear once you have that success. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. So yeah, what, um, like so far this year, you're shooting your compound. Obviously, yep. you know, you've been since your last surgery, you've, been doing really well like i mean the your seizures are not gone but everything's going well you've got no restrictions other than driving yeah 
And I'm actually going to the neurologist tomorrow. They're going to turn that device up to, I believe, six volts. Ooh, yeah. so they could get a little point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit scary yeah. when it goes off. You feel the little poke in your left arm, but yeah. you get used to it every time. So here's the deal. Like, if anyone in life is going through stuff and you think you have it bad, there's always someone that's got something else going on. And you're, mm-hmm. I, I'm fortunate enough to have that be my brother-in-law that I can look. You ground me very quickly. And see, I think that about other people, too. That's just a good positive. That's why you have a good attitude. I mean, yeah. like you do, you handle all this adversity. You're still getting after it. You're still enjoying the outdoors. You're doing all these things. And it's just, it's so cool. But, yeah, and I'm glad you're doing really good. And, um, yeah, you're shooting your bow. How's your bow, shoot? How's your bow shooting this summer? You, still shooting really well. Yeah, still out there doing it. Yeah. I feel like it's a tradition for you to be like, I just shot my bow and we do a big fist bump and it's yeah. like, how's it going? We're like, yeah, it has started. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're fixing tractors on the side. I mean, you're, you know, you're doing all these things that you are just pretty awesome. Busy. Yeah, I love it. Like you're just, you know, in the world we live in nowadays, it's pretty easy to just everybody's on their phone feel nowadays bad. yeah and that's not feel you. bad for me nope that's <laughs> not you and you're tearing it up and you're killing it and i think you're that's a well-deserved deer and i hope there's many more for you but do we we kind of touched base on curly that was a buck we named oh yeah and we did you see him at, you you might have seen him maybe once oh, last just year once, but too far away too yeah. far away so we think he should still be around i think he should be what an eight point this he should year? still be yeah he's been he was been an eight last two years so i assume so unless he throws something but We've been putting trail cameras out because we're waiting until Labor Day weekend. That's going to be, That'll our, be big, fun. our big weekend. We kind of push batteries out right now. Yeah, batteries are expensive. And it's like, oh, but yeah, we're going to do it this year. We're going to have a big, big Labor Day weekend party and That'll then fun. do that and see how that works. We just lost too many cameras the last few years. Summertime. People taking them? No, or? like I did from ants and stuff. And like, oh. you know, a couple of your cheaper cameras that yeah. kind of like stopped working. So it's like the less they're in the woods running, the longer they should last when you use them. So yeah. we've. I mean, we, you, it's weird because, you know, I have all these people talk about velvet bucks and stuff and we, it's all dependent on the area. Cause usually if we see the bucks in the summertime where we hunt, they're usually around at some point during the season. So those summer trail cam freaks are cool, but we don't we really know need them. Be. Yeah. I just know what they'd be. But other than that, you we're just staying out of our spots until Labor Day weekend and just seeing how that works. Cause Smart. Yeah, doing that, but you should see what they're looking like out in the alfalfa fields right now. We just bailed life. that hay, and they were not happy. We were taking their food. taking their food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, is there anything uh, else you wanted to share? I guess with that story or your journey of bow hunting. I hope we're gonna have a successful year this year too. I think we for will. both of us. I think we will. There's some good. Uh, there's some good prospects. I was gonna ask you. We've talked about this. Are you thinking this might be the year that you can do some hanging hunts with me? Like we both go to the same tree, you know, like we talked about before. I climb up the tree like I normally do, mm-hmm. and then you follow up behind me with a tree stand. I think we should do that this year. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm not scared it. of heights or anything no, about you, having a seizure. That'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. Everything's going good finally. So, yeah. And we'll use a lifeline to do that, but I think that would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. So I think that what would be really cool is if we can shoot a buck and I can videotape you shooting with your That'd compound. That'd be pretty now. sweet. So why don't you I have a you, GoPro? You do. Why don't you want to use your uh, your compound or your crossbow again? Is there have you thought about that? Just like, because I have seizures doesn't mean that's going to be a cop out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, not trying to stir the pot. Well, he told me that I about peed my pants because that was so funny. He's like, oh, just because I have seizures doesn't mean I need to use that crossbow. I was like, but hey, 
I don't think that took any way thing away from your first buck from no, last year. That it was doesn't. it doesn't. So we can razz everyone we want about crossbows, but if you get out there and hunt and you're shooting with it, hey, that's that's good on you and yeah. still pretty awesome. I would have popped on the tree stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was so exciting. No, I think we'll yeah, I think we'll have a good year. I think um When's Henry getting out there? So Henry I know, Henry's been talking about it. He um so he's gonna be he's just turned seven he turned seven in March. So he'll be seven for this year, and he's been around a lot of deer getting yeah. killed with a bow and a gun. And last year he was on, we bought him a tag the night before opening day because we seen a buck driving up north that ran across the road by where we can hunt. And he's like, Dad, I think that's the perfect size buck for me. And I was like, you really want to shoot that? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, we'll get you a tag tonight, and you can <laughs> shoot him tomorrow. He's like, let's do it. So we got all the, you know, got him a tag and everything, and. We hunted all day, opening day, gun season, sat all day, but we we're kind of cushy. We got that yeah. nice blind. I remember the video of all the, the snacks and the food, oh, we were yeah. cooking mac and cheese <laughs> in the blind. Like, we live good and we're deer hunting up north, but for gun season, gun season is more about hanging out with family yeah. and just being comfortable. And uh, so I remember he, he did sit all day. We didn't go back to the house at That's all. That's pretty impressive for a seven, seven year old. He was six, six year old last then. year, yeah. So then we went the second, we went the second uh, day and we, we hunted in the morning, went back for lunch, and then went back to another spot at night. And we were in a ele- pretty high up elevated blind, and a really nice buck actually came out. And it was an eight point. It was probably like a two, maybe three year old eight point. Probably like, it was big. Like I would have been pretty like I was almost like this might be too big for him to shoot. But I was like, "What do you think, buddy?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm gonna shoot that <laughs> one, Dad." So he was all on my lap, and you know this. I literally do not want to push this on him. So, like, for him to be like, I want to shoot a deer tomorrow, the night before opening day, mm-hmm. I was so shocked and excited. I was like, I have my 270 that's full size. And not, I have a youth model 243 at home, but I'm, you know, nowhere near home currently. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have much prep work for him. I mean, he shoots a BB gun and shoots his bow and, like, that kind of stuff. So this is not ideal circumstances. That might be pretty big. So, but he was on my lap, and he had the gun. And I kind of helped line him up, and he had the bucket in the scope a couple of times. But it was, he was bumping does. You know how they do that whole mm-hmm. lip curl and push him around the field. And he was doing that. And every time he was kind of ready, he'd move, and then Henry would kind of struggle to get him back to the scope. Uh-huh. And it finally got overwhelmed. So I was like just instantly like, dude, it's no big deal if you don't shoot that buck right now. Like, it's fine. I was like, how about I shoot one of those does standing over there? And he's like, yeah, dad, do that. So then I dusted a doe right when that buck was out <laughs> in that field. But So maybe we'll never see that deer again because I educated him. But, no, I made it, it turned a really stressful circumstance for him to do like, That's hey, we got a doe, you know. Experience. So now fast forward to now, he's, like, talking about wanting to shoot one with his gun. So I think this year, I don't know if I'll do the youth hunt with him because I have, like, my own opinions on the youth hunt. But I think – I don't, I'm not against it, but I'm not really like for it. Um, so I think what we'll do is try to get him to shoot the gun a few times. I have, um, I got that silencer and a, a subsonic ammo. I'll try to have him shoot that. But That's good. if he, at least if he goes out somewhere and has that gun and maybe shoots a deer, it'd be awesome. But we'll just, just smokes let, one. Yeah. His luck. One of the big ones is going to come out and be like, I haven't seen that deer in three years and he's going to smoke it. But I guess that just is be like father, like son, well, you know, actually, that. Maybe I will just shoot it myself. Like, why does he get to shoot that? <laughs> but, uh, no, I think he'll get into that. I mean, eight years old, he'll be, you know, seven. And when did you shoot your first one? I didn't shoot one. We couldn't hunt until you could bow hunt when I was 12 and you gun hunt when you're 14. So I didn't shoot my first deer until I was 14. 
I shot mine when I was 22. Don't feel so yeah, bad. Yeah, true. You went through a little bit more than me. Yeah. You've had three brain surgeries. I haven't had any of those yet. I probably need one. But I, don't I don't recommend it. <laughs> so, no, he'll be – that'll be kind of something I'm looking forward to this fall, doing that with him. Uh, Ashley is going to try to bow hunt some more. Yeah. She, you know, hasn't really done it much. Will she because have time, of, though? She should now because she's not in school anymore. That's good. So, this is her first fall of, you know, not a new job and all that. So, we might be me, you, and her kind of – that would be fun. Getting back out Scouting there. Scouting everything out. So and I think that will help. Because, like, we have – I've talked about this a little bit, but, like, we got a lot of different spots, and it's not like these big continuous spots. It's like you got to go down the road for this little spot. You got to go down the road for this little spot. Then you're around the corner, and it's like there's so little, like, the deer just kind of in there and out, and you're limited on when you can sit there. So, like, trying to be strategic. But sometimes there's, like, dude, this cold front's really good. This wind works for, like, three or four of our spots. And me and you were like – um, which spot do I go to? And I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Just like gamble, <laughs> you gamble. Yeah. So I think maybe having another person that's out there, if she does, it's like, Hey, test dummy, go sit <laughs> try over, it there. over yeah, there. Try it over there. Or like, let's kind of do this. Cause that's kind of what we do. We, we always bounce having like, I used to have all these property to myself to an extent. Like I just hunted it, but like I enjoy it much more now. It's more having fun you, with more people, too. Yeah, having you there. Like, now I'm not sitting here saying, hey, everyone who needs a spot to hunt, come hunt with me and AJ. No, I'm saying, like, having a brother or brother-in-law or, like, a close friend to kind of share a property or properties together. We don't really care. No. We're like, hey, dude, like, you're trying to get on this deer. Like, I think that's a great spot. Or, like, you have limited time. So, like, sometimes I can get out of work a little easier than you. So I go to the spots that are a little farther off the road or I have to, like, park somewhere and walk a long ways to get in there. And you take the ones that are easy to get to but like last year that paid off big time for you because you got to that easy spot and smoked your first bucks like we're definitely of like strategic like trying to like pinpoint these things but i think having a little more intel and people out there like dude we have some good cold fronts like we should all be sitting in decent spots you never know because like i mean what was that one buck we had we'd see him busy roads he'd be on other sides yeah. of busy road and we're like what is this deer doing like you're hunting him in one spot and he's across this huge this busy road and like what are you doing over is there? that the one that you were eyeing from that cornfield yes yeah. it's just like yeah it's just like so you never know but no i think uh i think we've been we've been pretty blessed and i'm looking forward to this fall and Hopefully, you'll have you on for another buck story that'd be awesome yeah. thank you for having me yeah dude i don't know if it gets much more like picture perfect hop into your set buck comes out you get to hear a buck grunting bumping a doe smokes on october 27th right by a scrape you made in a tree stand you helped hung and a trail camera that you had sit all year and you knew i had to wait till the end of october to hunt that spot boom dead in 30 yards is like yes right after brain surgery. right after brain Seriously. surgery like can it be any better than that so no that's an awesome story and hope we did it justice and i hope that you i think your story could encourage a lot of people who have maybe not gotten into bow hunting get into it like dude it's helped me out a lot like it's inspiring it's helped me like like i like i was telling tyler last week like get down to the basics okay you you ask great questions why do we sit here why does the wind need to be this way try and teach all these things and like because sometimes we just take things for granted like oh i can't hunt there because of that and then you like ask me why so i think about it and i'm like well actually if we set the tree stand there we could probably hunt this this scrape or we could do this so it's like really helped slow me down instead of just being like nonchalant like no not gonna happen and so it's been really good but yeah thank you for this and yeah congrats on your buck pretty soon you'll have that mount on your wall yes 
excited. Are you going to have it in the bedroom, or are you going to have a good spot picked out for it? Or not I don't know. I, we might move it around a little bit to see where it fits hey, the best in the house. do that. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But, yeah, I guess encourage anyone. Oh, also, if you want to do the uh, backcountry hunters and angle backcountry hunters and anglers i think i'm saying that right bha if you go on their instagram or facebook page they have that uh, meeting coming up in a few weeks i believe it's the whatever the 20 next week the 27th it's either this week or next week i was supposed to look into that but i didn't i i can't go because i'm booked this weekend i'm booked next weekend but it's a cool event if anyone wants to go to that and we talked about it some more last week but yeah look into that if you want to go but yeah thank you aj looking forward to the next one you'll have to be on and Keep killing it, dude. Will do. Thank you. All right. You guys have a good one.